Okay, so now moving on to our next segment. It's 2001, a sports oddity. And a couple of weeks ago, we had the GOAT debate where we put together our Mount Rushmore of the best athletes of all time. But in honor of the one-year anniversary of the David Ayers game, we are having the uh, a GOAT bracket exclusively made up of, you know, historic backups. So do you want to start off our bracket with two pretty uh, big-name quarterbacks? Yeah, yeah, I would... Uh... I would love to. So first, we have uh, Tom Brady versus Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I mean, I'm just going to go with TV 12 for this one. It's 10 Super Bowl appearances, um, seven Super Bowl wins. I mean, they kind of speak for themselves. And he came in when Drew Bledsoe got injured, I believe, and who knows what year, a couple decades ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, as I say, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, purely from a backup standpoint, I feel like it's Fitzpatrick, just because like uh, his, yeah. you can um like he can <laughs> back up any team. Like he could be Tom Brady's backup, and it feels like he's been you know a career backup who is actually really good. Sure. We saw it on display with that uh, throw with his face mask getting grabbed and somehow got it to a. Uh, receiver and tight coverage. I mean, he's been good for all uh, 16 teams that he's played for, probably. So, uh, but I mean, I'll agree with you because the Super Bowls do speak for themselves, and especially considering that he, uh, Tom Brady started as a backup. Well, I can give that to yeah. him. So our, uh, our next matchup, it's Lou Gehrig versus Scottie Pippen, uh, both from humble beginnings. What is your argument here? Oh, man. Well, this is pretty hard. Luke Eric, he had the... Or he, yes, it was him. He had the record for most consecutive um, appearances, I believe, till Calder and June broke it. Then Scottie Pippen, you know, started up his uh, college basketball career as a water boy. What do you know? I like that. And, <laughs> at a Central Arkansas, then made his way onto the team, and from there, not only roster spot, but starter and future NBA draft pick and NBA champion. I think I'm a little biased towards that, just starting as a, a water boy and a manager. I think that's pretty cool. So I'm going to go with Scott and Pippen. Mm-hmm. I agree with that for the same reasons, just seeing him you know, work his way up from, from water boy to, you know, probably the greatest number two player on a team in history. Um, But yeah, uh, Lou Gehrig, the original Ironman, over 2,000 games in a row, started as a backup. But but yeah, I mean, I got to go with Scottie Pippen here. Sure. All right, so next is uh, another quarterback matchup. We have Nick Foles, who had five wins um, in the Super Bowl year, and then Cardale Jones, also back up at Ohio State the year they won the national championship. So both these quarterbacks were thrust into their roles uh, late in the season when a, uh, their starting quarterbacks got injured, and then neither of them lost a game en route to winning a championship. Um, 
I'm going to have to go with Nick Foles over Cardale Jones, even though Jones was the third string quarterback at the start of the year. Um, I feel like Nick Foles, uh, that uh, the Philly special, that was um, that was really cool. Uh, I feel like that was an iconic moment, and Cardale Jones might have been helped out by, uh, you know, Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield. I can understand how that might, you know, kind of be helpful. But, uh, but yeah, both incredible stories, but head to head, I'm picking Nick Foles. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Both incredible stories, but I might have to go with Nick Foles. Um, honestly, for much the same reasons you said. So. Not too much extra out of my end. Okay, uh, next up, our final first-round matchup, David Ayers versus Scott Foster. Both of them were emergency backup goalies in NHL games. And uh, which one of those are you going to select? Um, hmm. I'm going to go with David Ayers. Mostly for the stats part of it, because <laughs> I just don't know enough to, uh, to distinguish them in a situational sense. So I will yield to you on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, both of these are incredible. Obviously, uh, Scott Foster yeah. he um, he came in as a backup for the Chicago Blackhawks in uh, maybe it was 2015, 2016. Um, but anyway, he did not allow a goal on seven shots, but he only played for like part of one period of hockey. David Ayers, uh, he played for over half the game. He had uh, eight saves on ten shots, and he is the first emergency backup to earn like a statistical win because he did play the most out of any goalie. So because of that, and because uh, I'm a massive Hurricanes fan, David Ayers... Uh, he wins the uh, emergency backup battle. So, moving on to the second round. Only have four left. And this one looks to be a pretty hard one. Tom Brady versus Scottie Pippen. What's your uh, argument here? That is tough. Um, I mean, you have Tom Brady who, you know, started as a backup. He was sixth round pick, pick number 199. Then you have Scottie Pippen, who we've talked about his roots a lot. Uh, I'll, I'll go again with Tom Brady. Uh, I mean, if you feel it differently, I'm happy to change because I don't feel too strongly either way. But just his his career and you know coming off uh, the bench for uh, Drew Bledsoe to you know become the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Uh, that's my argument. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's hard because it's, uh, they're both honestly, I mean, they obviously both had great careers. I don't know, I'll probably go with, probably go with Tom Brady just for, um, his career accomplished overall. It seemed like he was always like, Tom Brady was always the guy on every team he was, or, you know, fairly or unfairly, Scottie Pippen was more the number two behind Michael Jordan. Fair enough. Okay, uh, next up, our other semifinal, Nick Foles, David Ayers. Which one will take on the uh, the GOAT? Which one? Oh, wow. <laughs> Somehow this one's harder. 
because <clears throat> they both were, you know, underdogs and backups for a short stretch of time. Probably David Ayer, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's just so, it's so unexpected. Not that Nick Foles wasn't, but emergency backup getting a statistical win. I mean, like you said, it was the first time that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll go with Ayers as well, just because of age. He was 42 years old. Uh, and so that means both of our finalists are going to be, like, really old and still balling. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, the Zamboni driver for the uh, AHL Toronto Marlies came in, saved the game for the Hurricanes, who needed points. Like, they they needed statistical points, and he held strong in the net. That was a crazy game, probably craziest game I've ever followed as a Hurricanes fan. But, um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I'll send David Ayers through. Nothing on Nick Foles, though. Excellent guy and excellent run. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, we're on the finals now. <laughs> Interesting matchup. Gets two 40-plus-year-olds. Tom Brady and David Ayers. It's hard because it's like, are we doing it by career accomplishments or by the actual, you know, moment they as their backup moment, you know? So I think if it's by their like backup moment, David Ayers was more impressive, I think, just because of that. It's not like I don't know. It was just like that was just an awesome moment. Yeah. But career accomplishments, most certainly Tom Brady. And I think, I guess that's my answer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm okay with that. We can call it a draw. Tom Brady, best player to start as a backup. David Ayer's best backup moment. I'm, I'm yeah. okay with that. All right, so, I mean, I'm happy with that. So let's uh, let's move on. Quick hitters. Um, so how this works, uh, we have five minutes up on the clock. Uh, we'll go through a list of smaller sports topics that we didn't have time for earlier in the show. Some of them are more serious than others. Uh, let's see. Hopefully we get to all of them. If not, it is all good. Evan, are you ready? Absolutely. All right. Five minutes up on the clock. We'll get started in three, two, one. The Avalanche and the Bruins won their games at Lake Tahoe this weekend. <laughs> Who was your MVP? Um... There's a video of Gritty Snowboarding, so probably him. Yep, I agree. You, you told me about that video. Incredible stuff. How do you snowboard in a mascot suit? But yeah, let's move on. The NCAA released their current 16, their current top 16 teams for a men's and women's bracket. What was the biggest surprise? My biggest surprise was that uh, North Carolina State women were not a number one seed. That was pretty shocking to me. They were a two. Oh, wow. Yeah, to actually say that, that's pretty shocking. Mm-hmm. Maybe it would change, but uh, sticking with this topic, uh, if you had to pick one blue blood who's having a down year for the NCAA tournament, would you take Duke or Kentucky? Um, I'd say I don't follow Kentucky too, too closely, but Duke's recently beat Virginia, so maybe they're on the upswing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both teams uh, this weekend beat a team with orange... In their uh, color, because Kentucky beat Tennessee. But I feel like uh, even though Kentucky's starting to get it together at the right time, 
I would pick Duke, which yeah. is tough to admit, but I would take that. <laughs> On that note, the uh, NBA also announced fans, or the association <laughs> also announced fans will be able to go to these games and NCAA tournament. Do you like or dislike this? I like it. I mean, we've been able to see, like, uh, how limited capacity has worked. We haven't seen a lot of, you know, virus outbreaks leading back to a limited capacity game. And I uh, think the NCAA has recognized this and uh, they're allowing fans to come back. As long as they can do it safely, I love it. Yeah, I agree. I think if they can do it safely, I support it. Mm-hmm. Happy Gilmore was released 25 years ago last week. Have you ever tried a Happy Gilmore golf swing? Yes. Did not go well. <laughs> I have not tried it, actually. I'm sure I will one day, but I've not tried it yet. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. signed a 14-year, $340 million extension to stay in San Diego. What are your thoughts on this deal? Uh, two takeaways. One, I think he's a great player, but also I think it's a little bit you know, too much after one good half season to pay him all that money. Takeaway two, where is San Diego getting all this money from? <laughs> they have Machado locked up, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> My thoughts, I mean, if you're going to pay over $300 million to live in San Diego, more power to you. Also, for sports-wise, I mean, I feel like he's a player that just kind of came to them through a trade, I think a minor league he was like a minor leaguer at the time he was young and he's a he could be the face of the league someday honestly Mm -hmm. why doesn't that ever work out for the Orioles anyway uh Tim (laughs) Tebow he is retired from baseball after five seasons does this open the door for a potential Urban Meyer reunion in Jacksonville I really don't think Tim Tebow is going to do that so, yeah, the door's open, but I don't think Tebow's going to follow through with it. Yeah, I'll say it's more open now than it was if he was still on a baseball team, but yeah. unlikely. NASA landed a rover on Mars on Thursday. What sport would be the most fun to play on the red planet? I would say hockey. I didn't realize how cold it is on Mars, but it is, like, consistently below, like, I think the average temperature was, like, negative 50 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> Not going to have to worry about melting ice there. <laughs> yeah, and you will have to worry about the sun, the lack of it. But I think hockey would be a good sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, MLB projected win totals for the 2021 20, season were released. Uh, is there one that seems too high or too low? Um, nom, nom, nom. I feel like the Nationals seems a little too high. That's fair. Um I would say that the the Brewers at 82.5, that seems a little bit too low. I think they'll have a good year. That's fair. Naomi Osaka won the Australian Open. How many majors do you think she'll win when all is said and done? I feel like it won't be as many as Serena, but still an incredible amount. Maybe 18, random guess. Yeah, I'm going to say probably 15. Sounds good. Uh, Kansas City's Union Station lit up pink to celebrate the birth of Patrick Mahomes and Brittany Matthews' daughter. Does Mahomes basically own Kansas City? Well, yes, the end. <laughs> exactly, the end. That bomb indicates that our five minutes are up. And, uh, yeah, so we'll move to Gamecock Sports now. Yep. Men's basketball lost to Tennessee on the road and Missouri at home. 
two of our usual starters were injured, and both games were against ranked opponents. But in all honesty, neither game was super close. Mm -hmm. uh, up next, they'll play Mississippi State and Georgia. Both those games will be on the road. Um, women's basketball, sorry, uh, they uh, they lost to Tennessee, so that snapped their 31-game SEC win streak. But, I mean, that's all right. It's a record-long win streak. There is nothing wrong with that. They uh, beat Kentucky at home for senior day, so uh, hopefully they can close out the season strong. Yeah, men's soccer beat USC Upstate 2-1 in overtime and lost to Furman on the road. Up next, they're home against Wofford on Saturday. Mm -hmm. The volleyball team, they're on a COVID-related pause, meaning there are two games set with Kentucky, who's number three in the country, has been postponed. Uh, we hope that everyone gets well soon and they'll return healthy. Yep, baseball swept their season open in series versus Dayton. West Clark is balling for the Gamecocks in the early going. Mm -hmm. think three home runs this weekend. Uh 700 batting average. It's one series, but it was a great series. Uh, and just throwing this in there, I walked by the Dayton team buses this weekend. Uh, it's cool to have a little brush with the opposition, I guess. <laughs> Anytime you see a bus, it's like a team bus and stuff, it's kind of cool. You can learn a little bit about them. Yeah, for sure. Up next, they have a midweek game versus Winthrop, then the Palmetto Series versus Clemson. Mm -hmm. And softball went 2-1 and one this weekend at their tournament. They split a pair of games with Auburn, and they beat Jacksonville. Yeah, and uh, that's going to do it for our Gamecock sports update. Ryan, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout-out to this week? Sure. My uh, high school soccer coach for his 50th win as the head coach of varsity. That's Really not bad for less than four years on the job. Absolutely. Congratulations to him. Let me give a shout-out to Sam Chang of Gamecocks Women's Soccer for earning a roster spot on Team Canada for the She Believes Cup. Wow, what an amazing accomplishment. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. She got into their game this weekend as a sub, so wow. Uh, well done, like you said, amazing accomplishment. And that's all for Episode 36. Yeah, tune in next week as we uh, switch it up and talk about sports. Mm -hmm. Trying something new. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at KickerAndWB. That's at Kicker, the word, and WB. Yeah, that's going to do it for this week. Um, thanks again for taking the time to listen. Until next week, keep the laces out. And stay hydrated. <laughs>